Hi there. Thank you for joining us on Bless Me This Morning. It is yours and you may claim it. And what do I speak of? Your blessing. You know, he is your friend, your provider and protector. And he will be with you every step of the way through in today. Guide me, I pray, in your truth and teach me for you are God my savior and my hope is in you all day long psalm 25 and verse 5 thank you my friend for being with us on bless me this morning and uh, we go to prayer in a moment Greetings, my friend. Welcome. Welcome back to Morning Devotion, our moments of prayer, scripture reading, and reflections. In today's reflection and scripture reading, we get to think, to speak, to reflect upon the piece of scripture that speaks to the work that we do, its value, and also to look at the way in which we see the things that we do as being of importance to others and to our world. Shall we begin with a prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us to the start of this new day. We thank you for this new heartbeat, for this new breath. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to improve on our lives as children that you have created in your image and likeness to love and to serve you. And O oh Lord, we ask you that today, what we do, what we say, what we think, and the manner in which we go about our doings be pleasing to you. We make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And so first, a verse from Scripture today, we take uh, from Colossians uh, chapter 3, verses 23 to 24. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. The word of the Lord. Yes, we praise you, Lord. And so, my friends, you see, we can ask ourselves this question. Does our work matter? Does it matter to God? We know it matters our achievements, it matters to our salary, our wages, it matters to us being able to take care of ourselves and our family financially. If we are students, it matters to our learning, our education and our future. But does our work matter to God? The answer is perhaps that not so much the work, but the attitude and the diligence of our work and our studies and our efforts are more important to God than the work itself. The quality of our work is important. The value we attach to it is important. And the possibility we have, both theoretically and in practice, of linking our work to our being children of God, that is more important to the Most High than what we do precisely, we suppose. There are many 
heroes in the Bible, many saints who worked for people who were not very holy and very godly. And we can ask ourselves as well, the work that we do, the efforts that we make, whom do we work for? Who is our direct supervisor? The quality of the person or the organization that we work for is important. And very important because that person inspires us, that person guides us, that organization provides a great environment for us, whether school or workplace. Many persons, many saints in the Bible did work for people who were not holy at all, who were not godly. We have persons like Joseph, like Daniel, Esther, Nehemiah. They work for kings that were not of the best character. But because each of these men and women, these heroes we find in biblical literature, tells their story in a way that speaks not so much of the earthly supervisor, but of the inspiration they had from the Holy Spirit, from their God. They were able to influence even the ungodly masters and kings for whom they worked. What we find is that when we put our efforts to do our best and to do so despite the circumstances, then we get to influence even those who are adverse, who are against, who are negative, who are incompassionate, who are inconsiderate, who are dictatorial, those who are not really the best people and organizations, environments to work for and within. These in the Bible like Joseph and Daniel and Esther and so on, they were able to exert influence by their good attitude, by their good efforts despite their situation. And they were able to do so not to their own personal benefits alone, but also to the benefits of the people around them, including those who were not the best supervisors and leaders to work for. Who is your personal supervisor? As you go out today, coming from this devotional reflections, are you thinking of how hard it is for you to go through your day because of who you spend it with as a junior, as a laborer, as a pupil? Or are you thinking about putting your best foot forward and doing the best you can being a child of God and knowing that your personal supervisor is not just only or necessarily this person to whom you say, good morning, I am here. And they say, let us begin. Or they say, go do this, go do that. If God is your personal supervisor at work, if God is your personal tutor at school, then you can start putting your heart into your work and watch and see how God promotes the best in you and influences the best out of those around you. We are not to judge the incompetence of others as far as their holiness, their godliness, their compassion is concerned. The judgment belongs to God. 
and even for those who make life hard for us, who make it difficult for us to spend a peaceful day and a quiet day because of the environment they create, it may be toxic, semi-toxic, quasi-toxic. It may be full of their ego, their boastfulness. It may be also with malice and also with offense against you. Let's think about being forgiving and merciful to them. Even perhaps we can cast that to the back of our mind and bring to the present that we live our day because God has given it to us and we want to live it in a way that is pleasing to Almighty. I remember the gospel according to Luke in chapter 6 verse 36 saying, Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Do not be a judge of others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you and you will receive in your sack good measure. Press down, full and running over. For the measure you give will be the measure you receive back. Yes, the gospel of the Lord and we thank God for his word. The measure we use, my friend, for others is a measure that will be used for and against us as well. And that is why it is not for us but for God to do the judging. And it is not for us to set standards. No, God's standard being our standard, we can never fail because as we work towards achieving it, we know regardless of what others have put before us as obstacles or problems, we have the standard bearer in our hearts, in our minds, in our vision, and we are working towards him for today and for eternity. In case we see it, then we know it. In case we believe it, we also know it. We have no right to protest. We have no right to judge we have no right to be merciless because the word asks us to be with good attitude, fruitful, forgiving, and pressing forward. The measure in which we give this is a measure in which we will receive it back. It is us who condemn ourselves most times because rather than save ourselves from punishment by the choices we make, we tend to make the wrong choices. And after all, we end up sealing our fate to negativity because we do not choose to keep our personal supervisor as the main one for whom we work our day, for whom we go through our schooling day, for whom we spend all our efforts, and for whom we try to interact with others in the very best way. So if today can be a day when our choice is one, where it is positive, it is good in attitude, and it is presently knowing that each minute of it is supervised not by the person who gives us a dollar, but by the person who gives us life, then goodness, holiness will follow us today and for the rest of our lives. Yes, my friends, what reflections do we need other than to devote ourselves to this personal supervisor who brings us to eternity. Too often, says the poem, 
you take for granted the glory that surrounds you. Take time today to appreciate and to love my presence in all things, says the Lord. Look for me in the small things. Look for me in the big things. Look for me in all things. I am in the wind blowing against your cheek. I am in the sun warming your neck. I am in the sweet kiss of morning calling you to face the dawn. And I am in the glow of moonlight. And evening folds around you. I am in the exotic flowers of your favorite food. Yes, flavors of your favorite food. And I am in the beauty you love to embrace with your eyes. I'm alive in your soul, loving what you love. Be very aware today as you go out on your morning chores, on your evening chores, as you go out on your duties and come back tonight that I have created everything and everything is for you. Wonderful poem, John and Sam, 40 verse 5. Let's say in Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 1 and verse 20. Mary Chapion reflecting with us today. Shall we close with a prayer? Heavenly Father, as we go out on our duties today, as we go out on our chores, Lord, as we linger around quietly absorbing the life that you've given us, we pray that what we do, what we say, will be, O Lord, pleasing to you. For a blessed day on ourselves, O Lord, we ask that that blessing be spread to everyone with whom we will interact today and even those whom we will just have crossed in our minds from time to time. You, O Lord, our personal supervisor, we follow and we ask you to bless us all. In Jesus' name, Amen.